Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. It is April 4th, Monday, April 4th. And I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I want to thank each and every one of you uh, that tunes in and watches. Do me a favor, uh, leave a comment, thumbs up, subscribe. It is seemingly really helping the channel. So if you're watching this video, do me a favor, leave a comment, just say hello, hi, whatever you would like. I would greatly appreciate it. It seems like the YouTube algorithm might actually be turning in our favor and the daily discipline is working. So if you can help me do that, thumbs up, comments, likes, all of that stuff early in the video, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. As we get started, we must start with congratulating Amy. Amy, congratulations for getting your deal. Uh, your card will go out in the mail. If you don't know what this is, folks, this is something that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to track the impact of this channel. I talk to you every day. We have eight or nine millionaires that talk to you every week. We take live streams. We do some amazing things on this channel. But I'm trying to figure out who am I helping? Am I actually helping anyone? Uh, otherwise, I'll find something else to do. So these are just kind of the way I could track. We are up to 561. Amy, you are number 561. I want to congratulate you. Send me an email. Direct message me. Just tell me you closed a deal, what your address is, and I will send them off. I am an easy grader. House hack, adding an ADU, Airbnb, I don't care. If I'm helping, I want to know about it. Uh, let me know. Yesterday, uh, I did a couple of videos on the whiteboard. Uh, wasn't able to connect with Todd Baldwin, so I took the hour and created three whiteboard presentations. I have a new playlist called Whiteboard. One very important video yesterday, 1979 to 1982. That was the last time that interest rates spiked this fast. If you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know that I expected interest rates to be up significantly by the end of the year, where in reality, we got them by the end of March. That is game changing. That is like throwing all kinds of sand into the gears and the gears just stop. The only other time, since World War II, where interest rates went up this fast was 1979-1980-81. So it is very important that you appreciate what happened. I have said it many times. We will have a housing crash in transactions, not in price. What happens, again, you could look back to 1979-82. You can watch the video, check out the playlist. and again. I give it away. I give you my 50-year spreadsheet. You can go look at all the data. It's got CPI, S&P 500, inflation, wages, all stuff there. Go look at 1979 to 1982. New homes down 50%. Existing home sales down 50%. This is what's coming. Don't anchor 
on the interest rate. Some of you look at this going, Michael, we can't have 30-year interest rates at 16%. The U.S. would go broke. (sighs) I am not calling for 16% 30-year money. Look at the rate of change. We could double our 30-year money from 25 to 5%. We're almost there. That is what happened in 79 to 82. Take your head out of your butt. Don't anchor on the number. Look at the rate of change. The housing market will slow down. Transactions will slow down. Prices will not fall. I hope that comes through. Go check out the video. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Great. So the week ahead, this is an important week like all weeks are. Uh, For me, this week is going to be about Wednesday. Wednesday, the Federal Reserve releases their minutes from their last meeting. Let's remind you the last time this happened, right? The last meeting, the Federal Reserve raised a quarter point, right? And not much happened. Then they released the minutes and everybody goes bonkers because the Federal Reserve is more hawkish than dovish. I expect the meetings on Wednesday to be very, very hawkish. Yes, I know only Bullard abstained or dissented. He wanted half a point. I suspect lots of people wanted half a point, but they gave in to Jerome Powell and voted for a quarter. But we will find out Wednesday. Wednesday is a big day. Then, most importantly, something that no one is talking about, the Fed funds Raising of the Fed funds rate a half a point is going to happen May 4th. In fact, the mortgage industry has already jacked up your prices. They were up another quarter in seven days because they expect it. What nobody is looking at is the Federal Reserve is going to reduce their balance sheet. What that means is they are going to sell bonds. They were the largest buyer, by some accounts, owning 23% of all mortgages. Now they're going to become a net seller, not a net buyer. And when you become the biggest buyer and you're selling, what happens? Ask Kathy Wood. Stocks fall. Bonds fall. What happens with bonds when they fall? Rates go up. So what I think is going to happen is we have a flat yield curve today, actually slightly inverted. I believe when the Fed raises rates, the front end goes up. And then when they sell, the back end goes up. We could actually fix the inversion if the Fed starts selling in mass. Really have to watch this. Very, very important. Other things I noted from my reading this morning. Looks like they're taking Social Security and they are upping the age to potentially 75 years old. No longer, folks, can you plan to retire at 62 or 65. You have to contribute until you are 75. Supposedly, this is going to go into effect by 2032. Working 40 hours for 40 years to live on 40% is the wrong strategy. Now they are moving the goalposts on us. Do the work, get four rentals, change your life. Man, crazy. 64% of Americans, according to Charles Schwab, now live paycheck to paycheck. That is unacceptable. Our education system, broken. Our 
desire to keep up with the uh, Joneses, broken. Our ability to delay gratification, broken. And it's not going to get any better. Yes, wages are screaming higher. Last reported 5.2% higher. That sounds great until you realize CPI is 7.9% and you're going freaking backwards. Folks, you can use inflation to get rich. It's called earning, it's called owning single family home rentals with cheap 30-year debt. Let inflation be your friend. That's why this shirt was created. Uh, one of the interesting things that Charles Schwab's survey asked is, and I want to I hear, this is where we get some audience participation. Get ready. If you're watching live, get ready to type in some comments. I want to hear from you. If you're watching it on replay, please let me know what you think. Charles Schwab asked, how much money do you need to retire comfortably? I think that's a reasonable question. At the age of now 65 or 70, how much money do you want? What would make you feel comfortable? I'll give it a slight pause, and then I'll give you the answer from the survey. According to this survey, the answer is $1.7 million. Yeah, I got to tell you, $1.7 million would not do it for me. Yeah, wouldn't do it for me. Read a very interesting article about being happier. A lot of things that we need to appreciate, folks, and it is why I've added Adrian Hernandez to our Wednesday expert series. Check him out. Adrian is helping me get my mindset right. Uh, I have found that uh, my old way of working, right, 90-day grind, living on a quota, really has not allowed me to enjoy retirement right? Because I always anchor on what should be done. So I'm trying to lift my head up and be happier. So four things, according to Dr. Jessica Jackson. Uh, and this, the, the author was Morgan Smith. The, this comes from Dr. Jessica Jackson. Four things that you could do. Five minutes a day, check in with yourself. Just see how you are doing. This is something I haven't done uh, and I think would be very helpful. Two, create micro moments of positivity. This is huge, at least for me. I don't know about you, but my mind, my mind as a sales manager has been anchored to find problems and solve problems. Try to keep all the balls juggling in the air of my team or my worldwide team because I had a $100 million quota and everybody needed to hit. So my mind was here. You need to have positive moments. They're like reinforcements. It's why I teach the buy box. It is why I teach uh, daily discipline. But even I need to find little positive moments every day. You should do a technology audit. I call this a social media feed. Go to your feed. How much of it is negativity, crash, uh, depression, all of those versus positivity? Again, if you are feeding yourself crap, you're going to feel terrible. We all should recognize that and add positivity to our future. And then practice setting boundaries. If you're going to go to lunch with the family or play with your kids or exercise, do that. Don't multitask. 
I thought those were all great. Q1 earnings are about to come hot and heavy. They really start next week. Q1 earnings, I think, are going to be generally bad. Generally bad. I think you're going to hear about people saying Europe is soft. Asia is soft. The consumer is soft. We are going to see earnings miss. We are going to see lower expectations. And as rates rise, we also have multiple compression. I do not have a rosy picture for the stock market in the next 90 to 180 days. Just thought I'd keep you up with my ADU, right, folks? One of the things I'm trying to do is build an ADU on one of the properties I've owned for a while. It is proving to be a hassle. I just heard after six months that they have come back with yet another change. And we have to go back to, it may be a year. King Newsom, you suck. This was supposed to be easy. This was supposed to solve affordable housing. King Newsom, I blame you. In reality, it's not really his fault, but I'm going to blame him anyway because I like to blame him for everything. Fed Mary Daly of San Francisco. She has been the most dovish Fed president, right? Hawkish, James Bullard, dovish Mary Daly. Mary Daly yesterday says, and I want to get the quote right, case for 50 basis point move improving. If that is not a clear signal that a 50 basis point move is coming in May, you are not paying attention. Mary Daly is the most dovish, and she is now saying that. So it could very well be a clean sweep. Don't know if you saw this, but the Dow Transports tanked on Friday. The Dow Transports has a great correlation, not causation, but correlation with the stock market. Basically, the transport is trucking and shipping and airplanes or air, air airlines because moving goods. What we are seeing with the Dow Transports on Friday should be alarming. It fell almost 5%. It literally crashed. What is that telling us? Is this some kind of trucking thing? Are we suddenly out of truckers? Do we have too many truckers? I don't think so. Are we shipping less goods? Probably. Oh, the U.S. economy. I don't, uh, I don't have any, any uh, great feelings. Again, I have been saying for six to nine months, this is why I was so angry with the Fed last meeting that they were late and too long. Inflation is now causing the average family $5,200 a year. Most American families didn't have an extra $5,200. And again, that $5,200 is net after taxes. That's like seven grand gross. Inflation is a tax. The reason that the government doesn't call it a tax is because they know you would vote them out of office. We should vote out every congressperson, every House of Representative person. Frankly, we need to lower the age limit of people in Congress. We, the fact that 70-some-year-olds are making decisions that younger generations will have to do is not okay, right? Let the next generation get in there and start making decisions that will impact them and their kids. We need to lower the average age limit in Congress. 
And yes, we need term limits in every branch. The fact that they could trade stocks drives me batshit crazy. The fact that they could front run stuff and become worth a hundred million bucks, they should be wearing orange jumpsuits. Crazy. Da, da, da. Musk. Elon Musk is in the news again, folks. He sold all that Tesla stock. Remember? He wrote the single largest tech check on taxes. Well, now he's gone shopping. Elon Musk just bought 9.2% of Twitter. I suspect Twitter is going to be up 20 points today. Yeah, 20%. Yeah, is Elon Musk going to buy Twitter or will he create his own version? Man. Then we got a note from JP Morgan. JP Morgan estimates that they have a billion dollars of risk through Russia default. We are going to start to hear about some pretty large defaults. You can't have a country the large of Russia and not have pain throughout the banking system. JP Morgan is out saying it could be up to a billion dollars. And then finally, mortgage rates. Again, mortgage rates shot higher. Mortgage rates shot higher faster than I anticipated. Absolutely. Again, go back and check the whiteboard presentation called Housing Crash. 1979 to 82. It is enlightening. We have a three-year period where this happened once before. Go check it out. You will be shocked. Transactions crash 50% pricing up. It's amazing. And best of all, I give you access to the 50-year spreadsheet. I give you access to all the data sources so you can play with the numbers yourself. Have some fun. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Again, like, subscribe, comment, share these videos. Get other people a part of this. Thank you. 158 people watching. 163. You are awesome. Thumbs up. Comments. Say hello. Bye-bye.